Is that where it goes? It seems like a reasonable conclusion to arrive upon if you are a feller guy. And there it be, Matey McMatersons. All right. Well, that was the... uh, No, I don't want to create a collection. I want to go right over here to Horrible Headlines. (laughs) Now... Horrible headline, one reason because it's a bad story. It's sad. It makes you feel sad. Coming off of Cairo 7. Uh, Article up by Jessica Goodman uh, for the Cox Media National Content Desk. Published April 14th, 2023. Time of recording, April 15th, 2023. Woman found guilty of throwing newborn in dumpster. That's the headline. Yeah. Uh, So what 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 did uh, what did Jessica Goodman get published in here by the editors? Um, A woman was convicted Friday of throwing her newborn baby into a dumpster in Lovington, New Mexico. Keep in mind, this is being reported on Cairo 7. That is a Seattle news outlet. Mm-hmm. So Seattle is just making sure that you know that babies are being thrown in dumpsters in New Mexico, which seems right. Like, you don't want to argue against it. It's journalism. Mm-hmm. But you'll see where the article goes. Oh, I already have my suspicions. Let's see if I'm right. All right. Um, a jury Friday found Alexis Avila. Uh, guilty of attempted first-degree murder and child abuse, resulting in great bodily harm and a check of one's decibels. Uh, prosecutors said uh, that Avila, uh, again, Alexis Avila, threw her newborn baby into a dumpster on January 2022. During the trial, Alexis Avila testified that she did not remember the incident reported that her psychologist diagnosed her with bipolar 1 disorder six months after the incident. Alexis Avila pleaded not guilty last year. The baby boy's father also testified during the trial and said the child is doing well, aside from a possible heart murmur and asthma. Uh, This is all reported by KOB, the local outlet in um, Arizona. Excuse me. I mean, excuse me. New Mexico. God. Uh, the the LEA, I presume Lee County uh, mm-hmm. District Attorney, said that Alexis Avila is facing up to 18 years for the attempted murder charge, which could be brought down to 12 years, according to KOB. Alexis Avila is expected to be sentenced on May 1st, according to KOB. I put this on the Twitter Mm-hmm. That's just, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, the microphone didn't pick that up, folks. I, uh, <laughs> I am a, a flatulist, <laughs> if you will. Uh, <clears throat> but like, why? Like, my headline is society doesn't take care of people. <laughs> it's that, but I also wonder because where is this outlet from? Uh, New Mexico. No, no, no. The, the the one that you're reporting on? Cairo 7. Which is, you said Seattle? Yeah. A blue, liberal, hippity-dippity place? Yeah. 
I wonder specifically we're going to see more coverage like this as um, things like abortion bans are um, enacted, more penalties for having abortions and miscarriages are enacted. They're further eroding um, social support systems and social support networks to be like, this is the inevitable consequence. This is what happens. Ah. Like, yeah. So I wonder if we're going to see more of it in that sort of context. Um, cause yeah, like based on the headline, I thought the baby would have died. Um, but yeah, like this is what happens when you start like, cause, cause keep in mind that as we talk about abortion, it's never just about abortion, right? It's about bodily autonomy, but cause a lot of clinics, they don't just offer abortions. They also offer, you know, prenatal care. They also offer, you know, they can do, uh, in some cases, mental health screenings. If she had bipolar, they could have given her a referral to, you know, some sort of doctors or, you know, some sort of social support system. But as abortion rights are being eroded, so are all the social services around anything involving um, reproductive health at all. So I do wonder if we'll be seeing more stories covered like this from like liberal cities or independent liberal or leftist or progressive outlets, because this is the inevitable consequence of like abortion bans, basically. So that was my first thought. Fiends Kalita's commentary comes out like actual essays. <laughs> like the shit comes out. It's like, no, fo- I shit you not, folks. She did not read that. I didn't even know what nope. the headline. I didn't even know the headline. They did not read that. <laughs> Get it together, Mr. Williams. Yes. Yeah, I didn't even have the headline, so yeah. God damn. But yeah, when you well, yeah, when you first said the headline, I was like, mm, okay, this is gonna be about somehow like cutting abortion services and everything around that, right? Yeah. Cause yeah, I just I just feel like we can't stress that enough. Abortion is not just about abortion. Like when you close down a Planned Parenthood, yeah, people can no longer get abortions. They can also uh now no longer get prenatal care and pregnancy tests and STD testing and psychiatry referrals and prostate exams and like all these other things tied to reproductive health. So yeah, it's never just about abortion. And uh, now I'm into popular culture. Okay. That's my thing. That What? That's what I do. No, it's not. I talk about celebrities quite a bit. Really? Really? I am a black man and the black manosphere claims to represent me, so I guess this is what we're into. Really? What's Nicki Minaj's latest single? Ah, whoo, it's, uh, whack. Uh, That's what that is. It probably is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Over here on Yahoo Entertainment, republished from The Rap, W-R-A-P. Yes. Uh, Former Boy Meets World actress, this Mm -hmm. must be gendered, uh, Maitland Ward... I don't, I'm not familiar with that as a white people first name. Maitland? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that one is a common. All right. I kind of dig it though. Maitland? I kind of like it. It, It's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like, uh, like in all her photos, uh, I don't know her uh, pronouns. In in all cuz photos, cuz is (laughs) non-binary. In all the cuz photos, I think that there should be at least one fist up. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't have to be straight up. It can be the, the 90 degree angle fist. I mean, I also feel like it's appropriate because they were on Boy Meets World, which. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, like, I've also heard that there was um uh, the black character who uh, was a black girl who was on that show. And apparently, like, one of the white characters was just hella fucking racist to her, like, on set all the time. So, yeah. The person you know, that played Topanga. Topanga. Who was supposed to be the woke feminist icon of the show? Uh, look, Lacey got her green and bounced on y'all. Ghosted. Yeah, and ghost. I said ghosted. Yeah, Lacey got her green and ghosted. Ah, see, headline excellence. Rachel Maddow, publish my shit. Also, we, we're right more often than we're wrong, and we're right sooner than y'all are wrong. So I just posted the screenshot eight years ago. Um, like an Anna Kasparian. Yeah, for Anna, privilege is a drug. The Kasparian effect. It was uh 
I think it was my response to Anna Kasparian going on a pull yourself up by your bootstraps rant about sex work. With Ann Coulter? About sex workers. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was about the Stevinia, Lavinia, the, the one with the basketball team. And the basketball team owner was like this racist cat. And the oh, woman that was uh, yeah. like... The, yeah. Yeah, and he was like her client. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Anna Kasparian saw... Anna Kasparian sees sex workers as not actually workers. Of course she doesn't. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, the full headline. Again, full wine cellar style. We never lose a step. Nope. Right? We don't get past the headline without (laughs) giving you five minutes of material. Um, A former Boy Meets World actress, it must be gendered, Mm -hmm. Maitland Ward accuses Disney of misconduct... Uh, colon space girls were treated like meat mm-hmm. all right article published friday april 14th you know when this is being recorded it's the same episode because phoenix leader and i are going to get this done and then we're going to drink wine together and burn some firewood yes we are although i'm not gonna lie i already started drinking the wine part oh no i've only been sipping not actually drinking but I have to produce. <laughs> All right. It's not like I'm working with heavy equipment here. Uh, so uh, Maitland Ward, uh, who played Rachel McGuire on ABC's Boy Meets World from 1998 to 2000. I didn't even know the program still existed. Hmm. Like 1998 to 2000. No, like at that point in my life, I'm in a weird space. Yeah. Yeah. Because like. That was probably the most busy kind of point in my developmental years where it's like in one day I'm cripping. Mm-hmm. I'm a boyfriend to my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I'm a competitive student mm-hmm. and I'm raising three children. I know I was 14, but the foster care system be like that sometimes. Mm. Oh God. Oh, God, and in church. God, Dude, and I... like actively in church. Like I was at. Oh, and you did black people church. Yeah. Black people church all day shit. Long sun. Yeah, like that, that's the that's the catch though is um between um Sunday school and church is your window, right? Because you're still in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. so you can run down, hit the joint, go down to the AMPM, steal a couple AMPM burgers, put them in your pocket. <laughs> You know, but you you know you buy one so that you can get some ketchup packets, mm-hmm. slam them shits down your face. Show up in church. Now this is how you show up in church. You go in through the soup kitchen door, and then that has a hallway to the church, so it just looks like you're coming from the bathroom as service is starting. We had a 15 minute break between church service and Sunday school because we were trying to end the day. Oh shit, we had almost we had about an hour. No. Yeah, Sunday no. school was about 9 to 10, and then church started at 11. But what time did church get out? When Pastor Travis was done. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, it was church first, then Sunday school, then go the fuck home. I know there's some black people that are like, yes, church is done when they're done. And which, and that could be 3 o'clock. It could be 1230. They just, whatever the Lord put on their heart. Um, we once actually had an entire service that didn't have a sermon because the pastor wanted to go home to watch a Bears game. It was a 30-minute Sunday service. 
that is and, and white people church <laughs> yes, right white, yes white people white church. like white it work. is so important for me to see my football team lose again like literally when he he would um when he would go on vacation and have sundays off it would be on the church calendar pastor is gone he's bear watching because he would actually go to the games at soldier field that was literally what the calendar at would say soldier field at soldier field fucking america is stupid and again, folks, we are not outside of the first paragraph. <laughs> Let's move and groove a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have a quote from Ward saying, you had to be virginal, but you also had to be sexual, end yes. quote. Mm-hmm. Makes me think of the film Dazed and Confused, um, which, again, folks, I'm not an academic. I understand if you call me a feminist, but I'm not really a theorist. I don't really no shit at that level. Mm-hmm. I just know that I don't like things. Mm-hmm. So this may be one for you to respond to. Because this is always in my head from the Dazed and Confused movie from the mid-90s. And one of the scenes, the um the girls are talking and they're saying, so guys can have it all. They get the Madonna and the whore. Yeah. Is that what she's talking about there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering that when I read that. Yeah, where there's the whole, like, um, you're supposed to be virginal and innocent, but you're also supposed to, like, know how to sexually arouse me, even though you have no sexual experience prior to me. Yep. Which is like, wait, what? <laughs> <sighs> yes. It's good stuff. I'm, oh, God. All right. Uh, so, and this is what Ward uh, told Fox News Digital in an interview published Friday. So they got this article up immediately. Uh, The actress, it must be gendered, uh, who is now an adult film performer, said the problem wasn't her co-stars or ABC. The issues mainly came from fucking Disney. Mm -hmm. And that it wasn't so much with the cast members. Well, because you're white. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it was more (laughs) the whole Disney machine back then, especially back in the late 90s. Raven Simone has talked about the uh, body shaming of Disney and the body policing. But you got to realize Raven Simone mostly appeals to like a younger end. I mean, at that time, a Mm -hmm. younger end millennial and black audience. Mm hmm. And we ain't, we're not tripping off some chubby gut. We're not yeah. worried about yeah, that. That, was that fine. Yeah, that is like, like that's embarrassing level white people shit. Cause mm-hmm. not even all white people trip on that. You get around the average cis hetero white man, they're gonna be like, yeah, it's just a little pudgy gut, man. It's all good, brother. Let's go. It's yeah. party time. Yeah. Yeah, like grown ass cis hetero men, which again, I have, I have some Kinsey scale theories in my head about that shit. Uh (laughs) Like these men that don't really like women. You like a certain aesthetic of woman. I have Kinsey scale ideas, but that can turn into like, that can be used for homophobia. If I just go spitting it out irresponsibly. It reminds me of a, like the cat Williams, right? With the stretch marks. Like, yeah, yeah. Either we know why you have stretch marks. Either you were big and got little or you were little and got big. big. Either way, we, we, we fucking. fucking. <laughs> like, her 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 undershorts don't match her bra? Oh no. It gives a fuck. Come on. But Jesus. Yeah. Alright, uh uh continuing. Ah, classic. Don't miss a fucking step. <clears throat> All right, Baba Dot Bow. Uh, this individual continues saying it was more the whole Disney machine back then, especially back in the late 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. when the girls were treated like meat. 
she, uh, they're using the pronoun she, uh, previously spoke out about her time on the sitcom when in her memoir, Rated X, How Porn Liberated Me from Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- damn, my bad. I introduced this story to you before we came down here as maybe for a different, uh, for yep. a swap cast. That's okay. All right. We can do it again for swap cast. I don't care. Hey, party time. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I can even just publish this as swap cast. Yeah. I mean, you could do it as double, really. Put it or on both put, our yeah, albums. Put, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a collab. Same song on both albums. I've always loved that in the 90s. I'm glad that I paid for this twice. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, excuse me. <laughs> in the sixth chapter of her book ward said she was asked to try on lingerie for the boy meets world producers primarily men in the office more than once and that the experience made her uncomfortable mm-hmm. all right and i just want to point out that primarily men is in quotes to say that that is she said that directly and uncomfortable she said directly mm-hmm uh, also quoted, she's saying, uh, my confidence was low with my body. I was young, impressionable, and thought this is what you do. It would never um, happen today because somebody would get called out on it. Ma'am. I mean, I feel like it still would happen today, but I, g- yeah. I get your point. Yeah. I, on the conventional wisdom level, yes. Right. So those of us that are in our echo chamber, kid gloves. Right. As it were. Um, bow, uh, young, impressionable. Uh, it would let people get called on it. And let me and let me just say, I'm in porn and I've never had to walk into a porn producer's office or whatever and try on the lingerie for a shoot. Yeah. So I just want to say that when this happened, she was like 20, 21. So she was actually quite young. Which is also like that barely legal shit, right? And they'll be like, they're so into barely legal. If you raise the age, it'll keep people safer. No, because as soon as you turn 21, what do they want? You have to walk into the office in lingerie. Like turning 21 doesn't help you. For a family-friendly sitcom. For a family-friendly sitcom. Like you just, and I wish that these cat, you know, liability lawsuits ready. That's what we need. We need like a 501c3 for liability lawsuits so that women can start naming names. Mm -hmm. First and last names. I want to know the name of every person across the gender spectrum that was watching her walk in in lingerie for a show that doesn't have fucking lingerie. Like I remember on that show it was a big deal when Topanga was in a swimsuit at a pool. Yeah, I like, remember, at, like, Topanga, that was, um, I was not in puberty yet, but, mm-hmm. like, other boys in my age group were getting into it, mm-hmm. and that was, like, I had to ask somebody what the hell the word busty meant. Oh, Because yeah. one of the boys, like, in my age group, like, we're watching Boy Meets World because we're in Spanaway and there's a lot to do, and they were like, oh, gosh, she's so busty, dude, and the other boys are like, yeah, and then here, here's my ass with the fucking, you know... My, my testes are still up. And I'm just like, what? Well, what's busty, guys? What's, what's that, fellas? You know, and they tell me. And, and I guess that was just a big deal. Mm-hmm. Girl has breast. How can boy meet world where girl has breast? Well. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Scooby-Doo-Boo-Bop-Blow. Uh, continuing, she added, 
Cuz added, quote, even though there were issues with Disney and production and my character and relationships, I do remember it as an innocent time, excuse me, as an innocent time, though, with a cast that was very much family, because you were white, mm-hmm. uh, Ward continued, it's family, it's complicated, like maybe you have issues with your father, but you work them out later or something, but the Disney stuff, I don't, I don't know if they'll ever work it out, that's different, end quote, support nihilism, mm-hmm. right? Unless we start naming names, and then I'm, uh, I'm gonna end it naming names, because I'm not getting banned. Um, right. Unfortunately, Ward's accusations only add to a series of claims. Claims, there's that word. Mm-hmm. I'm funny style about that word. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, what, what, what do you think? Do you have a, off the top of your head a replacement word for claims? Um, I guess I would say the claims would could also be considered uh, highly probable to be true accusations. Hmm. All right. There you have it. Because that's what it is. Because you have to say claims until, like, from a legal standpoint, from journalists, right? You have to say claims or allegations until it's actually proven in court. But, like, nigga, we all know that there's a 95% chance that whatever the fuck was said was true. Yeah. Like, it's not. Come on now. Come on now. Highly probable. Right. And uh, now the blah, 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 bow. Uh, The article closes out telling us, Unfortunately, Ward's accusations only add to a series of claims uh, stemming from the treatment of female uh, stars of the 90s and 2000s. Just Mm -hmm. the 90s and 2000s? Much of that treatment and the uh, public's uh, reception of it have been uh, reassessed in the last few years, Mm -hmm. with uh, Britney Spears gaining her freedom from her father's conservatorship. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joss Whedon uh, coming under fire, under fire, uh, for allegedly uh, running an extremely toxic set on the Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I hate Joss Whedon. I just want to say that. Okay, I don't know this name. So he did um, Buffy, the Vampire, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV show, and um, I believe he also did Angel, which was like a spinoff of Buffy. But like he treated the uh, female staff like shit. Um, he actually got mad at one of them because she was pregnant and like, just like, it was just the way he, um, the way everyone talks about him is absolutely terrible, except he promotes his work as being sort of like a pro-feminist male director. Cause one of his famous quotes that he's known for was something like, it was something like, um, people keep asking me why I write strong female characters, but the reason I write them is, you know, because people still have to ask me why something like that. He's, so he was on this whole, like, I write strong women and strong female leads and strong female characters. But then you talk to like all the women who worked on his shows and they're like, yeah, that was a terrible experience for me. <laughs> so I, yeah, I have like a special level of annoyance with him. Cause he's actually a grifter. Yeah. For uh, well, uh, what? Almost three decades. Uh, Buffy was a long time ago. Yeah. Ah, uh, ski beep 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 bow. Oh, that was the end of the article. All right. And as far as the Yahoo comments go, uh, somebody says she does love her new job. Well, that is a very useful comment. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you. I'm, I'm glad. Whiter. <laughs> That's pretty cool name too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tells me a lot about you, buddy tells me 88 things about you maybe 
All right, now, this is one thing that I'm going to tell you right now, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Phoenix Collegiate. Okay. Uh, if you go woke... Uh, you face financial strain. Sure. That's sure. the rhyme to my understanding. That is what they say. You get woke in the game, you play financial strain. Yes. All right, you fuck around with wokeness and you find out about your bank account. That's how that's it goes. That's what they say. Know that. And right? that's why George Soros is simultaneously the world's most powerful secret Jewish billionaire and also broke because he's woke and funds things like Black Lives Matter. Same guy. Totally plausible. He's broke because he gave us all the money. Y'all see this? Y'all see this background setup? Everyone oh. can't afford a, a bump cap. <laughs> all right, watch out. <laughs> I think my side note. I think my favorite thing about that was a, a bunch of like leftists on Twitter snarkily being like, "Well, where's my Soros check?" And then right wingers being like, "See, this is proof that he pays them, <laughs> and the checks are late." <laughs> and the checks are late. <laughs> also, known deadbeat as well. Apparently. Known deadbeat. Habitual check bouncer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Newsweek. Yes. Uh, Which, you know what? Good article out of Newsweek. Mm -hmm. Uh, Headline, Bud Light breaks social media silence with four-letter post after backlash. Uh, Article up uh, today. Article up today at 725 a.m. So uh, just about uh, 13, 14 hours ago, buddy chief. Yeah, 14 hours and 7 minutes. Uh, Now, in Anglo Name Excellence, this article is up by James Bickerton. Okay. All right, so James will take me where I need to go. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bud Light broke its social media silence that followed the backlash over its its work with uh, trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney with a four-letter post on Friday. On Friday, the company tweeted, TGIF, question mark, excuse me, Ooh, an abbreviation of, thank God it's Friday, question mark, in its first social media post since April 2nd. Uh, prominent conservatives said they would boycott Bud Light, mm-hmm. which is owned by Anheuser-Busch, and I tried an Anheuser-Busch. And I, it was a bash. It, 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 I, bad, bad, bad beer. Uh, after the brand sent Mulvaney a personalized Bud Light can to celebrate the first anniversary of beginning her transition. Mm-hmm. Mulvaney posted the clip to uh, of this to Instagram in early April as part of her uh, Day uh, 365 of Girlhood video series. Okay, there you go. And... Uh, <clears throat> Now, the dispute over transgender brand ambassadors is symbolic of a wider debate about the inclusion of transgender women in female issues and spaces. Spaces. Mm-hmm. Uh, some say transgender women should be treated the same as other women, while others say they are different and that hard-won women's rights must be protected. You see, because cis women... Mm-hmm. Getting bank accounts mm-hmm. is in jeopardy mm-hmm. because trans women drink beer. Yes, it is. That's also <laughs> yes. why our abortion rights are in jeopardy, too. That's right. what's happening. Right. Well, yeah, because yeah, you know all those trans women Republicans in the state houses. Right, yeah. They're, well, I mean, we have Caitlyn Jenner, not in a state house, but is creating her own super PAC. Kind of ill that Caitlyn Jenner is the only one they don't hate. Kind of. Y'all never talk about motherfucking Caitlyn Jenner's Republican ass. Ever. Mother- oh, and there's another one. 
I forgot her name because she blocked me on Twitter because <clears throat> I retweeted something where someone asked her what bathroom she uses when she went to the RNC. And like normally I would never ask a trans person that, but I feel like it's completely valid to ask her that. Yeah. Blair, it was Blair White. Yeah, right, because Blair White is one of those people who's a trans woman, but, like, is on the whole, like, so many trans people are pedophiles and groomers in safe bathrooms. So, like, I'm actually really curious what bathroom she did use at the RNC since she promotes anti-bathroom rhetoric. As as people with gray hair, can we call them log cabin? Um, I mean, I feel like log cabin is appropriate, but I, I feel like... Um, yeah, because log cabin trans mostly, people is re- relatively new, so... Yeah, the log cabin is, like, cisgender gay men. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah, I don't. God, are, there's probably log cabin lesbians out there. There oh, is probably God. a blog. I bet oh. it's a blog. Wait, what? I are dare you. Like, I dare you to search to be, it. They have to be lipstick lesbians. Then. I, yeah, right. I, I, I'm not using that. I'm too cis to be running around using that language. It's not my business. My business is again. And you, when you go woke, what happens? You grow. You go broke. This is a fact. Yes. Let's continue. Um. <clears throat> Uh, Bud Light's latest uh, Twitter post drew over 12,000 comments being uh, posted in reply. Mm -hmm. An individual by the name of Stephen Miller, who was a policy advisor to former President Donald Trump. Oh, the Jewish guy who's self-hating and hates immigrants? That's fun. I'm pretty sure that's him. Also, he literally looks like a cartoon villain. Like like his hairline. Oh. He literally looks like a villain. Like he's supposed to be the bad guy in an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fucking, uh, so that nigga tweeted on Friday, quote, stop promoting transgender ideology. Mm-hmm. And uh, Scott Walker, right? The union buster himself. Mm. Uh, the union buster and the buster without a union. I don't know. Fuck him. Mm. I, I just don't like that nigga. Uh, Scott Walker, the Republican governor of Wisconsin from 2011 to 19, replied by promoting uh, Miller Lite. Which, man, fuck off with this Miller Lite shit, all right? Like, if I were to get in the beer wars, Miller Lite is my uh, my beef. My biggest thing, though, is, like, all these companies all donate to all these causes, right? It's like when billionaires <laughs> donate to super PACs of both Democrats and Republicans. They ensure that they're going to win no matter what. So you might as well like, go to a microbrewery to go by to, so, uh, you <laughs> can Republican get... supporting small businesses, nigga, come on now. Yeah! <laughs> come on now. Scott Walker said, uh... And Miller is owned by Molson Coors and said, no, thank you. It's Miller Wait, time. I'm sorry, Molson Coors? Yes, Coors. Coors had beer at Pride. They had yep. a whole Pride. Research isn't their thing. <sighs> Not everybody was critical. An individual by the name of Rora, a Twitch streamer with nearly 22,000 Twitter followers, uh, posting, quote, I was never into Bud Light. But I think I am now. Which I'm not going to front like, I'm down with these niggas, but I'm not drinking Bud Light for you. But also, like, it doesn't... How how are you proving your allyship by buying a product from, like, a multi-billion dollar global company? You know what I mean? Like, if you want to prove that you're an ally to trans people, fucking donate to a trans organization. You know what I mean? Fucking, like... Go volunteer at, like, a shelter that accepts trans people. Like, I drinking the beer of that company is not actually legitimately going to help trans people. 
probably not. Like, not in any real material way. No. Uh, Skebabop, also on Friday, Anheuser-Busch CEO, Brendan Whitworth. Mm-hmm. All right, again, an Anglo name excellence. Uh, released a statement for the first time since the backlash began. He said, quote, We never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. We are in the business of bringing people together over a beer. Mm-hmm. My time serving this country taught me the importance of accountability and values upon which America was founded. Freedom, hard work, and respect for one another. As the CEO of Anheuser-Busch, I am focused on building and protecting our remarkable history and heritage. I care deeply about this here country, this company, our brand, and our partners. He's he's saying literally nothing. Yeah, I think he's saying a lot. He (laughs) says, uh, I spend much of my time traveling across America, listening to and learning from our customers, distributors, and others. End quote. That translates to, I was in the military, so bitch, put some respect on my name. And also, I'm a motherfucking capitalist. And as far as I'm concerned, this is good business, homie. This yeah. Dylan Mulvaney nigga may not be as rich as me, but cuz pulled themselves up by as much of a bootstrap as they had, and we gonna do some business together. Fuck you. <laughs> and also, like, in this sort of, um, you know, outrage, clickbait economy that we live in, <clears throat> I mean, you're still clicking their shit, aren't you, to complain about it? You're still making their name trend. Like, they're losing nothing. Ugh weirdos but now i get all the tweets i was seeing in response because i didn't actually read his comment but i saw a bunch of uh, like right wing um like well-known people on twitter being like this isn't an apology actually apologize they're not going to fucking apologize nigga like yeah i think also that's the- now they care about apology etiquette right like oh, so just cancel them i guess or yeah whatever, y'all but- good at that but yeah, it's just funny to me that like right wingers have that sort of hubris. Like Matt Walsh was one of them. Like apologize, nigga. He's not gonna fucking apologize to you. He makes more money than you. Yeah, who the fuck? Like <laughs> this is the motherfucker that donates two campaigns. Mm-hmm. You need his money, actually. Right, nigga. So kiss the motherfucking ring. I mean, y'all wanted capitalism, punk ass. Uh, continuing, uh, our good friend. Uh, what was her name? Uh, James. Bickerton Mm -hmm. uh, tells us further in this article on March 31st one day before Mulvaney released her video the company's stock was trading at uh, $51.68 on the New York Stock Exchange Mm -hmm. on April 14th it had risen to $55.97 an increase of 8.3% go woke make more money because fact is Vocal minority is a thing. I really wish I could easily find. Did you see the video of like the old white guy drinking the beer? Where like no. he was he was basically like the um like the living embodiment of that Pat Oswald bit, where he was like some people only go into like social justice circles because they want to weaponize language and be predators, and then there's some people who don't really get the language but they just mean well. He <laughs> was he was the latter where he was like I don't. I mean he did say the T slur like you know. Oh yeah. But his whole thing was like. I don't know if they like a beer, they can have a beer. I like a beer, I'm gonna have a beer. Who cares? We're all just trying to have a beer. Like, like that was. But like, I feel like that's actually probably a lot of America. Like, I don't care about this. Yeah. Why are you fucking telling me about? 
Like, I associate beer with being off work. Right. Like, a barbecue, a picnic, a pool party. I'm trying to have fun. I'm trying to relax. Like, just let me drink my fucking beer. Yeah, like, I've never drank a beer and been like, you know what? I am going to go and do activism? No, I associate beer with not doing stuff. Well, that's because you're not a Nazi. Yeah. Fucking Nazis. Uh, Mulvaney responded to the backlash to her success uh, against, uh, excuse me, that sentence is a little silly. Uh, Mulvaney responded to backlash to her success against her uh, uh, during an appearance on a podcast hosted by uh, racist comedian Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, She said, uh, quote, the reason I think I'm an easy target because I'm still new to this is because I'm still new to this, excuse me. Mm-hmm. I think going after a trans woman uh, who has been doing this for 20 years is a lot more difficult. Uh, maybe they think there's some sort of chance, uh, excuse me, with me that they uh, can. But I mean, what is their goal? Which I don't really agree with that statement. But also, I, I think this person's pretty young and yeah. maybe they're just not that articulate. Maybe they're trying to say something and I'm not getting it. Um, I mean, it sounds like uh, essentially the vibe that we all have is that, like, this is ridiculous. You're not um, making the world a better place by being mad about beer hmm. <laughs> like kind of vibe. But um, I do think that it's uh, I think Dylan is in a larger part of the culture war that they're not necessarily aware of on every extent. Hmm. Um, I don't know how, like, politically aware this person is. Um, I know that they generally try to be. This is the same person who, um, quote unquote, got in trouble for having tampons. And all the turfs were like, she's taking tampons from women who can't afford them. No, Dylan is buying tampons to give them to people who can't afford them and need them. Like, you know, Um, so this is the same person. But I think like on a larger um, scale that um, it's being used to feed like very specific anti-trans propaganda that, you know, like the Alex Jones type shit, the trans people are coming for us. They're trying to make men feminine. Um, you know, they're trying to be woke. They're trying to, you know, support Black Lives Matter and Antifa and, you know, Palestine and whatever the fuck else they're angry about this week. Yeah. Um, you know, that sort of thing. So I think it's a larger um, argument about the normalization of allowing trans people in public is really what it is. Yeah. And I don't know if Dylan necessarily like grasps that on a political level because honest and it's like not a diss to Dylan. But if you don't really like follow um, like politics in terms of like legislative politics, you don't really see it because like obviously I'm sure as a trans woman, she's getting hate all the time and people, you know, saying terrible things to her. But then you have to look at how that translates. Like right now, Florida just um, passed a bill saying that uh, <clears throat> DeSantis just signed it saying that um, anyone who um, is accused of like sexually hurting a child gets the death penalty now. Yeah. But, like, also keep in mind these same people, they're never going to fucking arrest, like, pastors and police who rape kids, but they are trying to make it a crime to say that if you're in drag or you're trans and you're in the presence of a child that you are sexually abusing a child. You know what I mean? So, like, that's what the actual thing is. And I I just don't know if Dylan, like, knows that per se. Now, again, folks, I'm a pop culture guy, and I actually saved this for Phoenix Kalita. This is kind of one that's really... Uh, for us. Really? Really? <laughs> and you, maybe. Because I know that for a lot of white people, for some reason, this is very offensive. Mm-hmm. No matter how many refunds they get, they never want a nickelback. Oh. Uh, yeah, white people are really weird about nickelback. Really? Yeah, I don't... Are they? Yeah, they, they, they act like they're the most horrific sellouts in the world. 
Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, the dare I say Nickelback hate. It's <laughs> unnecessary. It did seem unnecessary. Creed was way worse. Yeah, like big time. Or just other white people. Creed you was can, way worse. You can find somebody worse than Nickelback if you throw a Nickelback. Like, <laughs> t- go, toss a nickel. You'll hit someone worse than them. <laughs> you shitting me? I Matter of fact, are there any actual bad headlines about them? I mean, I don't know anything about them being bad as people. I guess the closest you could get is one of them was married to Avril Lavigne. So I guess if you don't like Avril Lavigne, but hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't, off the top of my head, I don't know any headlines of like, and then they said some racist shit or they said some homophobic shit or they hung out with Clarence Thomas's Nazi memorabilia collecting friend or, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't see any shit like that. Yeah. So, ooh, excuse me. Now I'm over here on today.com, a very regular website for me. Wow. Uh, Nickelback thanks Lizzo for coming to their defense. Open invite any show, anytime. Oh, that's cute. Yep. So they tell us uh, this article is up by Liz. So Liz is covering uh, Liz. Uh, Liz uh, Calvario. Uh, Nickelback would like to remind people that Lizzo is a fan. Hey. Hey. Welcome to the confirmation bias. Of course Lizzo likes what I like. Mm Mm-hmm. We both old niggas. We both old niggas I that mean, like snacks. That Rockstar song is fun. I like that song. Rockstar the fucking, uh, like why don't one. you and I? Oh, that's a great fucking song. Yeah. Although that's not really them. That's just the lead singer with Carlos Santana. But yeah. Yeah, that I'm one of them niggas, man. Like, oh, you're I, like, if it's the lead singer, it's still Nickelback. Yeah, the lead singer <laughs> is the band. Like, I shit you not. And I'll, I'll tell this again. Like, I legit thought that Papa Roach and... um and Limp Biscuit were just two guys that were in a certain genre. Because oh I know producers and DJs. I don't really consider that bands exist. Bands unless exist. you're talking about the roots. Then there's a band. Then there's a band. Yeah. I'm a reverse racist. Hello. My name oh, is William. Speaking of groups, do you know Q-Tip just had a birthday? Oh, Q- oh that buster ass nigga? Yeah. He's he, what? He's like 50 buster ass years old? It was like 54, I think, or something. Yeah. Yeah, they're getting there. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of them niggas was born between, what, 69 and 73. Yeah. It was just, I had to log off Facebook. Every other post was about it. And they were all promoted posts. And I was like, I'm not that into Q-Tip to They're this. promoting that his birthday happened? No, because it's like what other pages and they're all, yeah, that's my new thing. I don't know if other people have this on Facebook. Like every third post is a promoted post from like a page or a group. And a bunch of them were from like various like hip hop pages. And they were all, because it was his birthday, so they were all like, it's Q-Tip's birthday. And I was like, yeah, I know. I saw that on the other page and the other group and the other page and the other group and the other page and the other page and the other page. And then I just logged off. Hell with that. Uh, The rock band. Okay, they do rock. I didn't know what to call this white people. I just call it white people music. It really, it's just, it's just white and enjoyable. Yeah, like an alternative rock kind of thing. Okay. I think they're just, they're just they're white people that are all right, and that's okay. <laughs> Can't they just be the good white people? I mean, I, yeah, they're Canadian, so I feel like they're in, inadvertently polite, right? Well, they're, they're not truckers. I know that. They're not truckers. Yeah, once you get into truckers, now I'm suspicious of you Canadians, buddy. Mm-hmm. Except for Kimberly Beargrove. Kimberly Beargrove, very interesting. Uh, continuing. So they, uh, the rock band thanked the About Damn Time singer for defending their music against haters and critics. Nickelback shared their message on Twitter alongside a four-year-old clip of Lizzo saying that um, the rock stars get way too much S-word. Shit. Mm-hmm. 
And they said, uh, thank you, Lizzo, for the kind words. Open invite any show anytime. Oh, wait, is that what this is right here? Why do people not like Nickelback? I feel like Nickelback gets way too much shit. I think... Hmm? I love what I really am. Why do people not like Nickelback? I feel like Nickelback gets way too much shit. I think... Huh. I love what I really am. It has a beautiful climax. Here we it go, does. five, six, seven, eight, climax. Uh, I like you. Sorry, the beat drop out. The beat does drop out. Lizzo knows music. Why is Lizzo so fucking black? This is just niggas listening to music. Is what the fuck this is? How are you? Lizzo gets it. <sighs> yeah, like Lizzo this. is a professional foot pl- foot player. Lizzo is a musician. Lizzo knows song structure. Damn it. Um, <clears throat> continuing. Uh, a Lizzo originally made the comments in a video for CBC's Jam or Not a Jam in 2019 while listening to their record, How You Remind Me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the musician further continued sharing why she thinks Nickelback gets so much hate, suggesting it has something to do with the frontman Chad Kroger's early hairstyle. Mm-hmm. I could see some homophobes yeah. having some problems because that was a white man Jerry Curl that was, was blonde. It was. Yeah. I remember because just looked like a liberal Owen Wilson. Ah! Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> and Luke Wilson. Well, they're brothers, of course. Well, fucking, I mean. Uh, uh, I think he got a lot of... Yeah, we heard her say those lines in the video. Uh, Kroger, and yes, Kroger did address them. And the rest of the article is kind of just repeating the beginning of the article. I understand. Mm, word counts. Yep. <laughs> Liz Calvario. All right. I'm feeling good about it. 45 minutes. Can I squeeze in another? What are these headlines? Green bean casserole was, in fact, bussin'. I don't know why I saved that. A woman with tuberculosis took a bus to a casino while an officer with a warrant for her arrest let her go. Just know that that happened. Yeah. And, yeah, so somebody with tuberculosis is in Vegas right now. Typhoid Mary. Who? Uh, police search for a naked man breaking into GA houses. This ca- Damn it. Mm-hmm. Fine. Fine. Action News 5. Mm-hmm. Good evening. Thanks for joining us. I'm Dawn Baker. And I'm Mike Seeler. New at 6, police and men are trying to find a man they say is entering houses in the middle of the night naked. Bureau Chief Dow Kennedy. <laughs> he is... He is holding in his don't laugh face. They are being grown-ups. I respect mm-hmm. their effort to not laugh. And the funny thing is, like, the way, you know, the way most white people kind of age, we always have to remind ourselves that he's not that much older than us. Mm. All right. I love the way... trying to find a man they say is entering houses in the middle of the night naked. Bureau Chief Dow Kennedy spoke with police about what they say is no laughing matter. It's no, you don't, don't you right. dare. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Police in Metter say this latest crime streak might be the strangest thing they've ever. Really? So they load in crime. He did not have to lean on crime streak. Streak. Really? All right. All right, Dow Kennedy. Streak might be the strangest thing. Crime streak. This latest crime streak might be the strangest thing they've ever had. For the second straight weekend, a man has broken into homes around town with his face covered and nothing else. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. There's an image from and nothing a... nothing else. 
Oh, I think Cuz is black. No, brother. Just be a passport bro and leave. Mm. Security cameras at several homes capture video of the man approaching or leaving a house. Chief Robert Shore says the break-ins involve very little breaking. He's found things that allow him access to the house. He's looking through windows, looking for keys, he's looking for open doors. The chief says this burglar steals little or nothing from the homes he enters. He's urging people to lock their doors at night, even if they're home, and hide any spare keys kept outside. He says this case is no laughing matter. Ew! It cuts to the um, the chief of police desk, and they have a fucking um, the oh, thin, the blue. A, yeah, like a thin blue line desk <sighs> topper. I don't know what that's called. Mm-hmm. It's hard to know. You're dealing with a mental issue. Oh God! Or you're dealing with some type of uh, substance abuse. Of course, that's his face. <laughs> of course, yeah. They like to look Confederate and sound it. Mm. Um, what exactly is going on here? He says the burglar has walked in on homeowners twice and taken off running when confronted. He worries what could happen the next time. Anyone who finds the evidence around their home that someone may have been in their house is asked to get in touch with Metro Police as soon as possible. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was funny. What Wait, is it, if it seems like someone has broken into your house, please call the police. What the fuck else would you do? I mean, assume, especially people here, like... Here's no, the, someone broke into my house and stole my shit. I'm not going to call the police. Of course, most people are going to call the police. But here's the funny part, though, right? Because, like, you're not their audience. They know who they're talking to. They're talking to people that they want to practice their Second Amendment rights. I don't need no police. Freedom. I mean. Second Amendment freedom protectors only. Shout out to Robin Kincaid for putting that language in my life forever. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Do not dead name Robin Kincaid. Shout out to Robin Kincaid for uh, saying Nazgul Barbie. I, I dig that one. Nazgul Barbie? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Nazi ghoul Barbie. It is all those things, but it's also a Lord of the Rings reference to like some of the evil beings in it. And that was how uh, she talked about Ivanka Trump and she was accurate as shit. So yes, Ivanka Trump was Nazgul Barbie. God. All right, so keep and remember, folks, that story is no laughing matter. For the second straight weekend, a man has broken into homes around town with his face covered and nothing else. All right, not mm-hmm. funny. Not funny. I know how you fuckers like to laugh, okay? Mm-hmm. 78-year-old woman arrested in third bank heist attempt. I dig it. Like... How about you increase her fucking social security payouts? Nope. Nope. Like, you think 78-year-old uh, cis women are just like, you know what? I've been, I've been baking cookies. I've been wearing aprons, playing with kids. It's bank robber time. It is bank robber time. Right? That is not a natural villain arc. Mm-hmm. Cut the fucking check. Mm-hmm. Uh, J Clan Rowling, I like to call her J Clan, where okay. it's a personal thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, J Clan Rowling has explicitly said uh, she believes the money she makes is evidence that people generally agree with her views on transgender people. I mean, her fans do, so she's not wrong. Fact based fact. A Michigan man tries to ditch police by disguising himself as a Walmart employee. Worth a shot. Again, Walmart. Hire this guy. This is a cat that thinks on his feet, mm-hmm. solves problems He's in the a moment. Problem solver. He is a problem solver. 
<laughs> Just checking out some headlines on the way out. Little amusing things because uh, we are about done with this day. We're coming back with a vengeance for next week. Yes, we are. <clears throat> um, epic battle. Two alligators fight on a golf course. Sounds terrible. Well, terrifying. But the, here's the second half of the same headline. Will someone break them up before they hurt each other? That's not in quotes. Mm. That's just what the editor thought should be put out to the public. Yeah. Stop. I mean, not? <laughs> we don't need gator on gator crime. Don't we? Yeah, that's, I mean, if only if it's in Chicago. Oh, no, 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 no. <gasps> Yeah. And, of course, a video shows teacher repeatedly saying racial slur in class mm-hmm. and trying to get a student to repeat it. Ah, oh, must be friends with Anna Kasparian. Well, mm-hmm. damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a pretty big land of space that they have to occupy together. Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> a woman accused of hitting a horse during a fight with boyfriend. Okay. And everyone, this has gotten a lot of coverage. It doesn't need our help, but Tesla mm-hmm. employees shared private recordings from customers' cars because mm-hmm. Tesla cars record you when you buy them and use them. They do. Oh, oh what speaking I- of, uh, like, only reminded me because Elon Musk is tied to Tesla and he's South <clears throat> African. Um, did you see the article up today that a bunch of uh, South Africans are moving to Israel and converting to Judaism? Like... They aren't safe. They aren't. They don't feel safe as being colonizers in South Africa anymore. So now they're colonizing Palestine. Oh, yeah. is that shit still going on with like taking the farms back in Palestine? In uh, South it, Africa, it never stopped. Okay, yeah. I it's, it's not something I follow. Like if folks know by now, I'm very domestic. I don't really go outside the U.S. borders a lot with my news. Uh Los uh Los Angeles sues a journalist over release of officer information. Mhm. Uh-huh. Which if I'm um if if that's the same story I'm thinking of in that story actually um what happened is that the police gave the journalist that information accidentally. Like they gave the journalist more than what they asked for and then when the journalist published it they were like you can't publish the information that we voluntarily gave you we're suing you. If that's um, the same story. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I took a look at the bullet list while you were saying that, and you basically did the bullet list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is it. Ah, okay, uh, not a hashtag, not a drag queen. Folks, use it. The left really no, needs to get a lot. Let's not. No, don't use it. Don't That's use a bad it. hashtag. I've been I using it. I don't think it's a good hashtag myself. Why? Um, Because it um doesn't really address... Uh, so... <laughs> Every time you're saying it's not a drag queen, it doesn't actually convince the people who need to be convinced hmm. is the thing, you know? It's, can we, it, is there anything that convinces them? No. I think I might be. I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing is we need to stop trying to change the conversation around what will convince them into like already, instead of talking to people who already know better and being like, now we need to be like, and this is why we can't take them seriously because it wasn't a drag queen. They knew it wasn't a drag queen, but they're still more mad at drag queens than they are about their pedophile priest i should That's state my intention yeah yeah I'll, I'll state my intention why i'm using it i use it so that i can get more people that already agree with me you mm-hmm. know so like i'm, I'm trying to more rally. eyes on it yeah yeah like because i again i have zero faith in clown conservatives of any stripe oh, fuck no yeah yeah there's there's nothing there they can't be worked with they can't mm-hmm. be spoken to there is no reason or room for debate mm-hmm. i mean at this point it the political process doesn't even really seem worth it, even though I still 
you know, hit the booth and engage via the ballot. Yeah. But like, there's nothing there. Conservatives are completely fucking gone. Mm-hmm. And I think a good idea to do is like, go to a, a like a standard issue, you know, blue jeans and a t-shirt Republican that votes Republican down ticket that's mm-hmm. like, you know, in their 40s, 50s that you've never met before. Mm-hmm. And make your airtight perfect points with a calm voice and keep it easy greasy you know nice and smooth with them mm-hmm. and look at their eyes while you're talking oh yeah yeah they're fucking gone like mm-hmm. they're kind they're looking at you but they're looking through you mm-hmm. because they don't give a fuck they don't it's like what was that shit they said with the soldiers from Vietnam like that a 10,000 yard stare yeah that's how fucking kids service look at you but yeah i i guess I, I guess I think maybe personally I feel like the framing should be instead of not a drag queen, but it was a pastor. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're because you're, like well, not a drag queen is telling me who it wasn't. It's not telling me who it was. Yeah. Like, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. And I don't have any hashtags off the top of my head. So, you know, but yeah, I just I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. Yeah, because I'm not I'm not trying to convince conservatives of shit. Yeah, I don't well, debate right. them. I don't talk to them. Yeah, because I wish there was a way to be like, and this was a conservative. And then, like, sort of get that into the, this was a conservative. This was the party of boomers and groomers. This was a Republican. This was a conservative. And, like, if we could get that into the mainstream, then I feel like maybe we might have a, a chance, not a great chance, but perhaps a chance, of, you know, when Democrats want to work with Republicans, but that's Republicans. Why are we working with them? That's who Republicans are. Why are we working with them? Why are you trying to reach across the aisle? That's a conservative. Yeah. And yeah. then they'll, the how, but how do you get other people that you might consider leftists on board with that when like the Herding king cats. Yeah, the king and queens of the leftists are basically a transphobe and a well, a racist transphobe and an anti-black a Turkish guy. Yeah. Who thinks that the age of consent should be lowered? Yeah, remember folks, I saw a video that I was foolish enough to not download when I saw it of Chank Unger arguing that the age of consent should be 14, Anna Kasparian not pushing back on that, and then the Roy Moore campaign happened, and Roy Moore was kicked out of malls for uh, sexually harassing 14-year-old girls, mm-hmm. and... That video is scrubbed from the Young Young Turks YouTube and website. It's gone. Gone. And what is there, because apparently this is an improvement, (laughs) is Cenk Unger arguing for the age of consent to be 16. And a few years ago, Phoenix Cleeter found it. We should have published this link. Because you found the link to the video where he argued 14. Yeah, Yeah, it's like a a, this file not found type of shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that's grimy as fuck like y'all want to run around in social media calling everything a dirty delete that is a dirty motherfucking delete 14 yeah that's like there's still kids in eighth grade when they're 14 yeah like but then also but then also look at what republicans were just saying didn't that old ass man i forgot what state it was get on the floor and talk about he knows 12 year olds who have been married and they're still together like 12 year old girls who got married and they're still with their husbands oh uh there's an update to that uh he told the story it's actually only one couple it's only one 
I liked the pushback that it got um, was someone pointing out as an instance where a young black girl was raped by an older church member, got pregnant when she was 10 years old, had her first child when she was 11, forced to marry him at 12. And by the time she was 18, she had four more kids. That's what child marriage looks like. And that's why they don't leave because they fucking can't. Yeah. It's also she's still alive. She's literally only like in her 60s. Like she's still fucking alive. Yeah, and she's actively campaigning to end child marriages, and the Republicans are like, no, we want children to be married, just like they want children to go to work, but not be online. Yeah, (laughs) and again, there's a reason why he only cites that story, because when you look up the stats of the, um, the, I don't like the language child marriage. Yeah, Uh, yeah, when you look up the stats of this uh, institutionalized pedophilia, Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's, always they tend to be 20 30 40 and 50 years old are the males and and then the i'm using the language female the females are always the children yeah fucking always always i do not know of a single story where like a 30 year old woman like in a church setting right because there are like stories about like teachers molesting children and shit you know we grew up with billy falau but but, like i do not know stories of like actual like church going women like a a woman who gets widowed when she's like 30 who marries like a 13 year old boy yeah well you need that strong 13 year old back to do chores around this house isn't he isn't he an adult by mormon standards in utah (laughs) it is arguable so i mean but um but yeah, we even covered a story a couple of years ago. I think she was uh, 15 and her father signed the papers for her to get married to a man who like literally was the same age as her father. Like they went to high school together. Like her dad was like in his 40s and her husband was in his 40s. And she was a fucking teenager. Ooh. And keep in mind, this is what they're advocating for y'all. Yep. And we said all that because I saw this headline. Yes. <laughs> Ex-ABC news producer, formally indicted, on child porn charges. Okay. And also, can we stop using the term child porn, please? Yeah, isn't it like what? It's child sexual, uh, child sexual abuse materials or child sexual exploitation. Um, only like only because porn implies well, porn in and of itself is by default consensual, so that by default means there's adults in it. Um, who are uploading things? Like, I don't even have a better term for revo- revenge porn yet, but we need one. Because the way, like, um, the sex work, uh, anti-sex work lobbyists are trying to, um, like, strip whites away from sex workers is highly tied to that. We're like, well, it's all porn. If child porn and revenge porn and two 30-year-olds who consensually uploaded porn are all porn, then you never know what's what. And so they're actually um, using the term porn to, like, sort of, like, uh, convolute the conversation. Yes. Yeah. And I guess um, what's going on right now... um, uh, Phoenix Kalita is uh, the uh, among the big cheese over there at uh, Sex Workers <laughs> Outreach Project, right? The the, the big cheese over the big there cheese. with um, I don't know about that. And uh, uh, Phoenix Kalita, they them uh, yes. shoot for that. Yes. And uh, also the other individual, Alexandria Larue, mm-hmm. they them. Also they them. Yes. Yep. At uh, at Swap, and uh, folks want to look up uh, Swap Cast. Look up Phoenix Kalita. I uh, give that a five star review. In your favorite podcast application. And now when you hear the swap music, that was actually produced right here in this basement where I'm recording this. (laughs) And it was produced for a hundred dollars more than the price of the keyboard. Mm -hmm. So it is a net gain already. And, um, and yeah, I produce that program now 
and I got an ill compliment. And I think it's an ill compliment because it comes from a stranger, mm-hmm. right? When someone who doesn't know you at all and they hear the way you produce a podcast and say, this sounds like it's the New York Times. Yep. You're like, Nito Mixquito. <laughs> okay. I think I'll, it sounds really good. Yeah, I'll keep to it. And um, we're, we're doing that, uh, right? Folks know us, like, because there is a bit of, um, like, a, a personality aspect to us as uh, programmers, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's not just that we're telling you the news and the rhetoric and the politics and the ideas, but we're also, like, us, like we're public people, you know, we're a uh, a, a negroidal and <laughs> Jewish and indigenous and every damn thing else. Yes. Uh, a married couple. Keep in mind, marriage is just paperwork, yeah. right? It's just paperwork so that we can see each other in the hospital if need be mm-hmm. and shit like that. And, and I think there's like tax kickbacks and shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just paperwork. It's not mythical, magical, special. It's just a word and paperwork. It's bureaucracy. And um, what over here where we uh, where we post up and do our thing as far as like being human beings trying to live. Um, the outside cats of the neighborhood, some of them have gravitated to hanging around us. Mm-hmm. And one of them we've been calling OJ. OJ the outside cat. And I have some photos of OJ. Yeah. And um. During the summer, in a garden bed that I uh, put together, I'll be growing uh, sunflowers out of it and maybe some uh, perennials uh, beneath the sunflowers. You know, nice, pretty looking. It's nice. And um, and I'll post a picture of that with OJ uh, because OJ passed along. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, the end of that cat's life. But OJ did pass off away in this yard. Yes. And OJ hung out with us in this yard, mm-hmm. and I buried OJ under the spot where I put that garden bed. Yes. And I'll post uh, that uh, a picture of OJ with those flowers once they are uh, a bit, when they're bigger, maybe in like August. Yeah. Because some flowers should be fairly tall. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so that's going on. Um you know the you know the young folks are around. Folks have seen my niece come on the program, and uh, she is uh, she's getting the help she needs. She's tra- she's moving forward with her adulthood. Mm-hmm. We'll see if we can't make it as constructive as possible. Absolutely. And uh, what the uh, the other young uh, the other young people in the household uh, they're just they're happy. You know it's the Jews. They're having trouble with their hair, and <laughs> it's not my problem. I don't even try to help. I don't. I do nothing. Oh, not the hair. Right? And really, and and black people could help Jewish people with the hair. Like, you could do, you know, this because it's it's just looser naps. Yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah. Like, if anything, it's kind of like light skin privilege. It's just good hair. Mm. It's, <laughs> it's, that is problematic. All right? Much like the naked man story, it's no laughing matter. It's no laughing matter. All right? This streak of dad jokes. Wow. <laughs> really? All right. And I think that I am actually, uh, it's it's now Saturday night for us. We are done recording. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go into a little bit of Wayne's World Party Time Excellent. I have red wine and I have a sugar-free monster. I will be sipping and dipping, as it were. Okay. All right. All right. All right, folks. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us for nine years years and that is us uh folks have been hanging out with me now for 11 years mm. right yeah um just yeah speaking. jan jan loco yeah yeah 
for sure. Uh, yeah, but just speaking to the time of it, um, I got to post my repost my old ass thread about uh, totally unrelated political. Uh, the women as livestock bill. Remember when we covered that? Yes, we covered. I posted when we covered that shit. It was years ago, and I was like, "See, I told you guys then, and no one listened." <laughs> So I got to be like old and indignant on Twitter. Today. Oh God, yeah, yeah. That's kind of just yeah. I think indignant. That's where we're going. That's our mm-hmm. next stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next stage of wine cellar media and now Swapcast podcasting. We are at the indignant stage. Cause we've been told y'all. Why don't y'all listen? So many fucking <gasps> times. I hate saying I told you so. Stop making me say I told you so. I don't actually want to have to say it. Yeah, because at this point, like, the shit that I'm doing, it's not call-outs. It's not beefs. I'm not beefing with you. I'm trying to spit you some game, little nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, these niggas, like, like I just wish I could fucking, like, put me in the circle with these niggas. Um, uh, You know, David Dowell. David Dowell is a nice, a handsome young man out of Canada that does the... um the rational national program mm-hmm. uh mike figueredo uh lance of the young surfs the, the surf times excuse me mm-hmm. you know like because they're i think they're really not understanding just how business the business is right because they're all very low budget acting in good faith and doing their programs and paying their bills mm-hmm Chank and Anna are rich people by California standards. Yeah. They are rich business executives that don't share your values. Right. And they never did share your values, really. Yeah, just because they vote the same way you do down ballot. At least, you know, we haven't seen any pictures of these ballots. Mm -hmm. They claim to (laughs) vote the same way you do down ballot. Like, they don't share your values. Mm -hmm. The values of Chank and Anna are money. Mm-hmm. All right, like, and I don't want to be like a draw a broad brush on folks that are immigrants, but most of the idea to immigrate to America is the opportunity to just bust your ass, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, be a sociopath business person, and you know, live a bomb ass life. Right. And that Turkish man and that, um, what the fuck is she? Whatever the Turkish people, whoever the Turkish people were killing, Armenian, Armenian. and that Armenian woman. They come from parents that taught them to be that, and that's just what the fuck they are, and they just happen to be doing it in this field. Mm-hmm. Like, if Cenk wasn't doing it in this field, he would he own would a totally restaurant be a fina- He would totally be a finance guy. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anna and too. also, it's so funny to me, like, again, unrelated yet related, when people talk about Kim Kardashian, how she's always, like, stealing looks from black women, like, but she's not considered white where she's from. Anna Kasparian is the same thing as Kim Kardashian. Tell me they're not white women. They're both fucking Armenian. And ca- Here, that's white. And Kasparian calls herself white. So, like, while <laughs> you're... Wh- looking white girl. Yeah, so while you're trying to say she's not, she's saying she is. So, nigga, take that beef to her, not me, my nigga. I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Keep it official. And if she does flip and say she's, she, she's not, well, hey, I have the audio clip forever. Mm-hmm. Forever. I keep it in my sand lot. Oh, right. okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I'm pro-life, but stop killing me, Smalls. I'm going to click stop now. This is... 